Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am so thrilled to have a very special guest here today. I have Sabrina Hayes, the founder and CEO of Sanctuary Girl. Hey Sabrina, how are you? Hey Becky, I am great. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. I know you are a busy lady with lots going on. So we'll keep this episode short and sweet, but I really want our listeners to learn more about your story and your journey and all the wisdom that you have to offer. So just to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, what you love to do, how you ended up being the founder of a company? Right. Well, I am just as normal, if that's a thing, as the next woman. I am I'm 45. I'm married 24 years. I have three kids, three daughters. They're all grown up. Praise the Lord. We live in Miami now by way of Atlanta, by way of Detroit. So I've been all over. But to be very honest with you, Becky, there's nothing super spectacular about me, I think. You know, I just hold the same potential that you do, that your listeners do. And I just decided to take a leap, you know, and make things happen. I don't have any type of business degree or sales, you know, degree or anything like that. I was also born and bred in direct sales, having done a stint with a a major direct sales company for five years. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got my feet wet with direct sales. But if you, you go to the conferences and you know how high energy those things can be and you get so super passionate about someone else's potential, someone else's excitement. And I took it in as I can do this. I can do that. That could be us, you know, but with a product that really, really, really just is important to me. And that's very impactful. Not to say some of these other direct sales products are not, but Sanctuary Girl offers products that speak life. A lot of our products are covered in scripture. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are covered in secular inspiration and encouragement, and it's good content to combat the negative content that's pervasive on like social media, Hollywood, music industry, and having three adult girls. I think it's super important that each of us as women are doing our part to make sure that there's so much positivity and good identity conversations going on. So Sanctuary Girl is our way of doing that through direct sales. That is amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you have a little bit of a background in direct sales. You've been there, you've been in the sales field, you attended conferences and you're thinking, okay, this could be me. So give us the inside scoop. What is the story behind it? So how from idea to launch Mm -hmm. phase, like how did you get to where you are now? I'd, I'd love to hear just kind of a little bit more about that story. Well, here's what's interesting. So Without naming my former direct sales company, which I love, I love the CEO, I love the leadership, 
I love my experience there. I have no complaints. But here's what's funny. So I had never sold a thing in my life besides McDonald's hamburgers before I came <laughs> to direct sales. The only reason I joined was as a kidnapper. I don't know if you even know that term. Oh, I do. <laughs> I am one over here as well. That's, yeah. oh, I'm just going to get a great discount for my family. Obviously, I'm mm-hmm. never really going to make this a business. <laughs> exactly. So the only reason I joined, I joined at a home party and I saw that you got a kit for $99. And it was like 400 bucks worth of products. So I said, hey, rather than spend 300 on this order form, just give me that. And the uh, consultant at the time, I saw the stars in her eyes. I recognize them now. She's like, oh, I'm about to get a new recruit, you know? And I said, no, I'm not interested in selling. I just want the deal. So I literally get a chuckle out of this. I literally gave her the business supplies that were in the box when the box came. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, want- I'm not going to run the business. I'm just going right. to give you these catalogs, order forms, not me. <laughs> no, I didn't want any parts of it. I just wanted the bag. So anyway, fast forward a couple of months and their national conference was in Atlanta where I lived at the time. And so knowing that I loved good deals, she called me back and she said, hey, I know you haven't done anything since the home party, but our conference is coming. It's super fun. And they give away like seven, $800 worth of products as amenities. So just come. We'll have a good time. It's right downtown Atlanta. You'll get a bunch of free stuff. She talked me into it with a bunch of free stuff. <laughs> so I went and the more I sat, the more I saw what my driving why, and you know that word. Mm-hmm. Well, my driving why at that time was that I did not see any women of color who were promoting, who were earning trips, who were being recognized. And so I asked my director at the time, I said, where are the girls who look like me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, they just don't make it in this industry. Like literally, that's what she said. And so I looked at her. I looked at that stage again. And you said, watch me. And that is exactly what I said. I said, that stage next year will have some color on it. And that is what shifted my thinking Mm -hmm. when it came to if I was going to take direct sales seriously. Within three months, I'd already had my first promotion. I had earned a trip for two for myself and my husband to Dominican Republic. By January, I was number one in the company for recruiting. And then the rest is history. I was the second senior director of color in the company's history. And by the time I left for to build Sanctuary Girl, I was on track to become the first woman of color in the next rank after senior director. So that's amazing. It was quite the journey for me, accelerated learning, if you will, because this was coming soon after. It's quite the tale. I love that. Okay, so I'm guessing your why shifted maybe again as you founded Sanctuary Girls. So tell us about that process. Yeah. So we're faith-based. I'm also a licensed and ordained minister. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I follow God's promptings. He's always giving me something. I don't know why he feels like he can give me this stuff. Because <laughs> you're capable. Do- oh, <laughs> sometimes I don't want to believe I am. But you're doing so well at something, but the passion just isn't there. You ever find yourself in that place where it's not because things are failing, It's not because people aren't showing up. Direct sales can be a tough industry and it can sow tons of discouragement if things aren't going the way you want them to, right? But for me at this time, everything was going brilliantly, but 
I couldn't bring myself to be passionate about it. I couldn't bring myself to want to work each day. My team members, I didn't want to, you know, I was just kind of done mentally. So I said to myself, Lord, there must be something else for me. Even at the height of where I am right now, there must be something else for me. And my prayer at the time was, you know, God, if this is not what you want for me anymore, take it from me, but consume me with what you have for me to do now. Cause I don't like to sit idle. Right. And sure exactly. enough, <laughs> he took that direct sales business from me, you know, heart, soul, and spirit, but he replaced it with Sanctuary Girl. And it, it was all I could think about. So I ended up resigning. Fun fact, they made me wait 30 days because they didn't believe I was leaving. I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> take 30 days and think about it. You're going to need to think about that a little longer. <laughs> We're not no, going to let you I go said, that no, easy. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. This is what God said. Just rip the Band-Aid off and fire me already. <laughs> But yeah, so literally one passion was exchanged for another. Okay. And the five years was really just training and proving ground to take me into what would become my own. I love that. I love that. And you decided to stick with direct sales. I mean, there's so many other business models out there. So I'm guessing that there was also some passion around the business model and being able to support others and create that community. And that kind of all came together with Sanctuary Girl. Yeah, it did. Now, our first year, we were direct sales with an MLM model. So ladies could promote, they could build teams, they could do all these types of things. Yeah. But that junk is hard. I commend longtime women CEOs of direct sales slash MLM companies because that is a level of difficulty that I just never imagined before. Yeah, the complexity so, of it. Oh my goodness. And then you factor in things like government intervention, rules and regulations, and all these things. So we did our first year with the MLM feature. Okay. But then we came out of it the second year. Got and it. we still offered women the opportunity to be direct sellers with Sanctuary Girl, but we just took away the building and the team building and the promotion features. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I really see a lot more companies going that direction mm-hmm. more recently. I'd say in the last six to 12 months, I've seen I believe it. a number of companies that are like, I'm not really a big fan of that MLM team building stigma, but... I still want to create opportunities for women and that single level brand ambassador type of structure definitely seems to be more common or at least having options for people. You know, if even in the MLM model, having the option to build a team or an option to focus on sales and still make a good income either way. And because our, our company has such a strong focus on ministry because of the nature of our message, the nature of our products. We wanted women to not be stressed out because with that MLM feature, sometimes can come levels of stress as you try to take care of teams, as you try to set your own goals while helping others reach theirs, achieving minimums per month to keep titles and all these things. We wanted women to have the freedom of movement, the freedom of mind to be able to concentrate on reaching as many people as possible with their faith, with their story. That was another reason why we came out of that model. If they're so engaged on this level, just trying to make this work and promote and all this, they're not affecting people for Christ, which is the number one mission of our company. Mm -hmm. 
So you adapted, you changed, so and you can because you're the boss. Yeah. <laughs> now COVID helped. <laughs> COVID gave us the perfect cutoff because everybody yeah. shut down for a while. So it was a great opportunity for us to take that time, pivot as almost every other business in the United States had to do. In some way, everybody had to pivot. Yeah. And so we just used that opportunity to redirect say what our priorities priorities were going to be and uh, change things up. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I think every company has pivoted a million times over in the last couple yeah. of years. But the yeah. fact is, you're still here. You're still standing. And you have Amen. a really innovative like business model too, right? Like you have storefronts that you've opened. Mm-hmm. You're online. So you have an e-commerce functionality. And then you have the brand ambassador social selling program. So it really is a multi-channel approach to business, which oh, yeah. is fairly unique for this industry. Well, it's cool because we also have our wholesale program. So we have retailers who are running their own thing, but want to carry St. Jerry Girl products in their store. So we have that program as well. And we also have our events channel, which is like, for example, pinners and then women's conventions and conferences where the organizers can ask St. Jerry Girl to come in and be their boutique experience for their conventions and conferences. So we have like major five channels, I think, with St. Jerry Girl. But they all help us to reach people, which is our ultimate goal. Right. Amazing. Okay. I love this so much. And and so since you are more of this single level social selling brand ambassador kind of model, do you find it pretty easy to bring people into the business since you don't have yeah, people absolutely. recruiting per se? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing about it is you have to think pain points, right? So with pain points, when you're signing people up or recruiting or whatever, you have to say, okay, what does this woman need that I can help her feel through joining my company? And for us, a lot of women out here, number one, need the community when it comes to faith. They need the community. Number two, a lot of these same women will not go to church, Mm -hmm. but they will come here and they will begin to explore their faith and ask for prayer and things they've not been able to do in their everyday lives. Number three, and this is true, whether women want to admit it or not, everybody wants to be an influencer, but not everybody has that platform. Mm-hmm. So we create a platform where you can come along and you can say, here's my story. Here's how God has impacted my life. Here's what I've recovered from. Here's what I've healed from. And it's your authentic story. You can't give that selling makeup or a bag or anything like that. Again, no shade. But our products allow you to pick it up and say, this is how I relate to this product. I was healed from cancer. You know, if you have a bracelet that says I'm healed Mm -hmm. or, you know, we even have things about depression and anxiety. If those are mental health, it's your thing. We can be your platform to help your voice be heard and to become an influencer in that realm. It's interesting because women just want a place where they can be heard and tell their story. And that's what Sanctuary Girl provides. Yeah, the platform and the community. And I think, I mean, I, I think that's what everyone needs, <laughs> right? Is is having their people and being able to share share their story in a way that really resonates with their audience and reaches more people. So I love that. Okay, shifting gears just a tiny bit. You and your husband are co-founders, right? 
We are. Just mm-hmm. like me and my husband. So Isn't it awesome? We, <laughs> it is so fun. It is so much fun. I mean, maybe we work a little bit more than we should, but you know, it's yeah. all good. All good. So what's it like being in business together? Well, what's interesting is we've been family of entrepreneurs for two decades, 20 years. So it's nothing new for us. We are together 23 out of 24 hours per day. And that one hour is only because he takes my daughter to high school and I pick her up. Our elementary school is only five minutes away. So I don't have even a whole hour. (laughs) No, but you know what? If you can't have that type of relationship with your husband, who else can you have? Like, you know, people are spending hours and hours with people they don't like in an office somewhere. I'd rather be at home with my favorite human. Exactly. Yes, I could not agree more. It is. So my husband left his corporate job. Um, it's been about a year and a half now. And, you know, that was in the middle of COVID and everyone was like, are you guys okay? Are you all right? Like he's leaving his job in the middle of all of this. And yeah, he is. And, you know, we've been very much at home and around each other 24 mm-hmm. seven, but we kind of love it. It's I like, love I, it. I, I like wouldn't it so give it fun. up for the world. I wouldn't yeah. give it up for the world. It's the best thing ever. And the cool part is he's the creative. So everything you see that looks pretty, the website, the social media graphics, the products themselves, he designs. I write the content, he designs. That is so amazing. It's a, it's a perfect combination. I'm so blessed that God gave me that. I don't have to pay someone. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a major saved expense, but I'm just really thankful. And I honestly couldn't ask for someone else better to do this thing with. Yeah. And that's so awesome that he's involved on the creative side. I feel like probably similar to us. We each kind of have our our lanes that we stay in, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to go try to update anything on the website. I'm not, not going to do that. He, he can do that. Right. But he's also not going to show up on a live video. <laughs> Right. And, and facilitated training. So we kind of, you know, we each have our own thing. And people ask, like, you know, what is it like working together? And I always say, well, I mean, we work together, but we each have our own thing that we work on. So it's not mm-hmm. like we're sitting there talking to each other all day. Like more yeah. often than not, like we each are working on our own things. And then we touch base over lunch, do our little walk around the neighborhood. And, you know, then, of yeah. course. But it feels great, right? It is. It is so nice. And yeah, yeah I agree. So so grateful. I also don't have to outsource it to somebody else. And I can be like, oh, I broke something. Can you fix it for me real quick? And he's right across the table. (laughs) Yep. That's it. That's it. So good. Okay. So what, what are your best tips? So for a new direct seller or a new business owner that's just getting started in this industry, what's your advice? Like you've been in the field, you've done the work, you're the founder of a company that's growing Mm -hmm. in a big way. If somebody's just stepping into this industry, what are your tips for them? The number one thing that I can offer as a tip is you have to have a passion for either why you're doing it or the product and company itself. In my case, I had zero passion for my product when I first jumped into direct sales, but I had every passion for why I was doing it to make sure that there was some color on that stage the next conference go around. That will get you up. That will get your feet on the ground. That will keep you committed when you get no's for booking parties or when you get, you know, crickets on your social media post of a product you thought was the most amazing thing ever. Without passion, it simply won't happen. It'll fade away and it'll be just another idea or thing you tried that falls to the wayside. 
and you'll be on to the next. So if you're joining and you're brand new, make sure that you are either very passionate about why you're doing it or you're passionate about the product and the company itself. That's so important. Don't just sign up for something just because. It's yeah. it's going to be in the just because pile. I'll give it in a few months. Right, right. Oh, good, good advice. I love that. And I feel like, you know, when I'm chatting it up with drug sellers so often, they get a little bit lost in their why or they're they're not quite sure they're doing what they're doing. And and I think that that can be a tricky one sometimes or if you've been in it for a while and your why changes mm-hmm. or your passion changes. And I love that through your story that you've shown a couple times now that, you know, like you pivot and you change and you roll with it and you adapt and you follow yeah. that passion. And I think yeah. that that's just such great advice for, for yeah. all of our listeners, no matter what. It's like anything else. This is exactly why gyms sign up thousands of people in January. Yeah. And by February, they're down to like 20% <laughs> of the people who signed up. But those were the people who are passionate about losing weight, about getting in shape, about feeling better. All the rest of the people, it was like, yes, I can do this. And by February, they were back on the couch with a bag of Doritos. So unless you have a true passion for whatever it is you're signing up for, it's just not going to stick. It's going to slowly fade away. And then you'll have another thing in that same pile of things you didn't see through and you didn't succeed with. Because honestly, going in, you just didn't care. You were excited, but you didn't care. Right. So true. Mm -hmm. So find those products that why that really gets you going and gets you motivated to put in the work because it is work. And you got to have something to kind of fuel you. (laughs) Otherwise, it's it's easy just to kind of let it fade away. That's another tip too. You really have to know what you want out of this thing. Mm -hmm. If you go in thinking this is going to help me quit my job, but you don't schedule yourself time to work, you don't commit to it, you don't show up for work each day. It's never going to help you quit your job. So be honest with yourself. Am, am I a hobbyist? Am I doing this thing just for kicks, for hairdo money every month? If I don't show up, will I not be able to pay my mortgage that month? Yeah. You show up in a different way. Mm-hmm. You show up real different when, you're, when your roof is dependent on it. Mm-hmm. So you know, know what you really need and be very honest with yourself. If you need the cash, if you need the finances for your household, Choose a business that is going to help you get that, but then be very serious and show up for work. I love it. Well, I can't think of a better way to wrap things up. Sabrina, thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing all of this amazing knowledge with our listeners and our community. Tell us, where can we connect with you? Where can we learn more about Sanctuary Girl and all the opportunities that you're offering? Of course. Well, you can follow us online at Facebook and Instagram at My Sanctuary Girl. And then, of course, our website, sanctuarygirl.com at any time. You can find out more about our mission, our products, our locations. We have three locations right now, one in Michigan, two in Georgia. Our goal is seven locations by the end of the year. I know it's exciting, Ooh. right? <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to watch all of those grand openings. I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna be watching it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we are so excited. But and then we're all over town at events and stuff like that. But to really stay connected, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. It's at my sanctuary girl. Thank you so much again for taking the time today. I will make sure to link all of that in our show notes so anyone listening can follow you and learn more. And I just want to thank you again for being on and and sharing with our, our listeners. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Becky. Thank you, Sabrina. Have a good one. You too. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz. This episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast is sponsored by my new class, Five Secrets to Stand Out Beyond Social Media. In this class, you will learn how to stand out beyond just posting on social media day in, day out. It will share with you practical tools and ways to build your business and not be reliant on the algorithm. It is totally free, includes a workbook, and you can check it out over at moderndirectseller.com slash class. I hope to see you there.